now, ladies and gentlemen, it is over the line, brand new edition, your post-debate edition, doing things a little differently for those of you uh, joining us on this episode. I know we do traditional kind of music coming in and all that kind of stuff, but as we get closer and closer to a point where we may be making money off of YouTube, we have to stop doing that stuff. It's... uh. Because they don't like it when we steal other people's music and, and content and all that. Which we've been notorious for doing, there's no doubt. We, we're a big time, uh, we're big time, uh, what, what's the word, intelligence, um, um, what is it, the stuff China does, what's it called? Uh, theft of uh, property, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, glad you're here. I hope you enjoyed the debate last night or whenever it was, according to when you're watching this video. Um, it was wild. It was wild, to say the least. I, I got a lot of mixed emotions from a lot of people on it. Uh, both sides of the aisle. Uh, both uh, One of the, the things I think a lot of people agreed on from both sides of the aisle was that it was chaos altogether, coming from both sides. And it most certainly could have been viewed that way. If you're going to ask me, Andrew, who won the debate last night, it's obviously going to be Trump. But that's not to say Joe Biden didn't come out with some sort of a W, because I believe he did. Joe Biden came out with a W because he didn't forget his name, he didn't forget where he was at, and he didn't pee himself while on stage. The bar was set so low, not just by the president, but by a lot of people, including myself, that he didn't have to do much of anything to be able to get out of there unscathed. I don't know if his support grew or not. I highly doubt it, if you want to know the truth. If his support grew in any way, form, or fashion, it had to be because Donald Trump may have scared some people off with his brash attitude, which... Here's something that I'm honestly shocked by. Who is shocked by Donald Trump's abrasive behavior? This is this is who he is. Now, I implore you to go look at Donald Trump from the 2016 campaign. He was much more abrasive than this guy. He's tamped it down. And what will happen if you tr truly want to know what's going to happen? We got five weeks until the election. Donald Trump at no particular pace, will become more and more presidential the closer we get to the election. Not to say he will be completely presidential by the election, but he will, he will calm it down a whole lot before we get to the election. He did it last year, and I guarantee you he'll do it again. And the Trump team learned a lot last night. They learned that they could probably give Joe Biden enough rope to hang himself if... You just back off a little bit. But Donald Trump's an aggressive guy. He's a bulldog. And if you spent your past four years of people hammering you with fake news and fake narratives, I think any of us would have been in rare form on that stage saying, hey, I'm getting to confront my accuser face to face. Let me tell you what the real story is. So it's got to be frustrating. Donald Trump's a human being. A very wealthy human being. But you got to understand the human factor there, the human aspect of him just wanting to 
rip Joe Biden to shreds after waiting so long. Donald Trump probably never thought he would get to a point where he was debating Joe Biden, standing on the same debate stage. I know I didn't think it was going to happen. There were so many excuses for Joe Biden to get, get out of this, and he went with it. So props to him for actually showing up. He proved a lot of us wrong on that front, no doubt about it. So let's break down just a few aspects. This will be a short uh, short podcast for you, but I, I just want to give you Andrew McLean's thoughts on what we saw transpire last night. Now, off the top, one of the first things we heard about in the debate was, let's see if we can get to this here. Um, okay. Off the top, the issue of race comes up, right? The issue of race, the issue of white supremacists and their their undying love, alleged undying love for Donald Trump and how he does all these things and blows all these dog whistles to keep them gathered around the Trump camp, right? So watch how this transpires right here. I'll try not to interrupt in this too much but just to revisit what we saw last night this is the moment that this group called the proud boys was brought up criticized the the vice president for not specifically calling out antifa and other left-wing extremist groups but are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as now you see the the president's demeanor there off the top he's like sure whatever why would it be a big deal to him because he's already done it hundreds of times he's denounced these people over and over and over so it's it's not a big deal for him to do it again but there's a larger point because we're not hearing about white supremacists burning down cities and literally killing people in ruining people of all backgrounds, all colors, ruining their livelihoods, burning down their stores and their restaurants that they worked their whole life for. We don't hear about that. As we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to specifically do, that, do it? But I, would say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what are you, what are you, you look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and white supremacists and white supremacists. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right wing problem. His this is a left wing. This is a left wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not militia. That's what oh, his it's an idea. FBI. His okay. FBI director said. So, uh, first of all, Antifa is just an idea. It's not a, um, it's not an organization. That's according to Christopher Ray, head of the FBI, current head of the FBI. It's more of an idea, not an organization. Even though you can go online and find several chapters of Antifa, there's some spoof accounts out there, but there's several factors, uh, factions of Antifa that they are very well organized. They are very well funded. They don't get this stuff just because a bunch of people happen to come into the same place with the same idea. They are organized and they're doing it all across the country. Only a bozo wouldn't realize that. 
But back to the Proud Boys. Donald Trump, he's asked to condemn it, condemn white supremacists, whether how big of a problem they are in this country. I guess that's another topic for another day. He says, sure, no problem. What, what's the problem with condemning them? Sure, I'll do it. He says, but what about Antifa? Because we're breezing over the fact that Kamala and Joe refuse to condemn these people. And these are the people that are actually ruining people's lives. They're actually killing people. And they're doing it in cities where their politicians are allowing them to do it. Why is that? And why does Joe not have to answer that? But what everything, everything revolved around after this was the moment that he said, sure, Proud Boys, stand down, stand, or stand, stand back, stand down, however he said it. I'll play it for you again. He says, stand back, or, uh, stand down, and stand by. Now, if you listen closely, and again, this, is, this goes towards understanding Trump, but there's a simple explanation for him, for, for what he said, why he said what he said. So let's look at what the president actually said, how he said it, and what it really means deep down since there's this underlying message, apparently, according to the media. What are you, what are you, you, look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call him? What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a White name. Now, at this point, this is Donald Trump going, what do we call him? Because y'all have got so many different names. It's also Donald Trump saying, I don't even know what a Proud Boys is. I've never heard of the Proud Boys. Whatever it is. He said, just give it to me. Tell me the name. I'll condemn them. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. And then he goes back to talking about Antifa. He says, stand back and stand by. But when he said stand back, he almost said stand by, which doesn't matter it's the same difference for him and then he was just following up to finish what he started to say originally stand back and stand by what he means by that is y'all need to chill out if you're he, he donald trump knows enough about the proud boys to know that they're getting in fights with antifa or at, at protests or rallies or whatever and he's telling them hey y'all chill out because what i'm trying to do here is i'm trying to I'm trying to create a society of law and order. I'm trying to give the police, law enforcement, the ability to do their jobs and do it appropriately, even in the cities that tie the police hands behind their back. That's all he's saying. It was no dog whistle. It was no marching orders for the Proud Boys. Here's another thing. For the people that are up in arms in this country today over that, 50 to 75% of those had never even heard of the Proud Boys either. I didn't know much about the Proud Boys. They're not this big organization that everybody knows about. <laughs> Most of y'all didn't even have a clue who they were. But Chris Wallace did, and Joe Biden did, and they decided to team up and put the Proud Boys mantle on Donald Trump as if he is their de facto leader. Now, why would they do that? And why would they do that and Chris Wallace never go back and address the Antifa stuff with Joe Biden? Because it's a salacious headline waiting to happen.
This is all they have on the president, by the way. Twisting his words, taking what he said out of context, and then attempting to use that against him. The racism thing is one of them. There's, there, there's two things. Well, technically three things that the left refuses to let go when it comes to Donald Trump. One, and the, all three of these, they cannot get any proof whatsoever. And that's why they manipulate his words, try to twist what he says. One is being racist. I'm not doing the white power symbol, by the way. Just so y'all know, I'm not a proud boy. One is he's racist. Can't find any proof of that, but they try to twist his words and make it seem like he is. Two, that he's a Russian agent. They know he's not a Russian agent. They've caught them being Russian agents dead to rights, but they're still pushing it. And three, that he didn't legitimately win the election. No proof of any of those. Actually, quite the opposite. But they continue to push it. Chris Wallace being part of that group. I knew Chris Wallace was going to be this way at the debate. And it's only going to get worse. If there is a second and a third debate, it's going to be much, much worse. So you need to brace yourself for that. But back to the Proud Boys that all of a sudden everybody knows about now. What are the Proud Boys? I don't know. I I would venture to say I know nothing about the Proud Boys. So I just kind of sat back and watched and listened today just to see what was said about it because... Honestly, when the president first said that, I knew where it was going. I knew what was going to happen. So the president was approached this morning uh, as he was getting on, I guess getting on Marine One, and asked by reporters about that comment, and here's what he said. I don't know who the Proud Boys are. I mean, you'll have to give me a definition because I really don't know who they are. I can only say they have to stand down, let law enforcement do their work. Law enforcement will do the work more and more. As people see how bad this radical liberal Democrat movement is and how weak, the law enforcement's going to come back stronger and stronger. But again, I don't know who Proud Boys are, but whoever they are, they have to stand down, let law enforcement do their work. Just stand by. Look, law enforcement will do their work. They're going to stand down. They have to stand down. Everybody. They have to say whatever group you're talking about, let law enforcement do the work. Now, Antifa is a real problem because the problem is on the left. And Biden refuses to talk about it. He refuses to issue the words law and order. You saw that last night when he choked up. He can't say the words because he'll lose the rest of the left. So uh, he's got to condemn Antifa. Antifa is a very bad group. Yeah. And there is uh, there is a. The, the perfect explanation that Trump gave the media. Of course, it's not going to matter to them. It really disproves what they were saying about his own words. But he's saying, stand by, not stand by, my dear army, because if I lose the election, I need you guys in the streets. That's what they're alluding to. That's what the media is trying to think, make you think he said, is that he's got this secret army called the Proud Boys that are going to defend him when he refuses to leave office after losing the election. But stand by means get out the way. I'm trying to let the police handle this. So this is where I started kind of figuring out in so many words, well, in in short form, who the Proud Boys were. And we've all seen them before but maybe didn't realize it. For instance, the groups of people 
that come to protest or or uh, these these violent rallies, if you will, for Antifa, and start clashing with them. At least one sector of that is apparently the Proud Boys, and so the Proud Boys go in. They don't like Antifa, whether that's because they're a left wing organization or they're criminals or or they're anarchists. For some reason, the Proud Boys don't like them. So I thought, well, okay, that's that's not enough for him to be a white supremacist group, but whatever. So I was like, chances are, what's going on? is you've got a bunch of anti-Antifa and anti-radical left white guys that want to get out here. And whether they want to defend the streets or they just are out looking for a fight because they like to fight. But that's what I've got in my head at this point, is I'm trying to figure out who the Proud Boys are. And I start looking for maybe some interviews or statements from said Proud Boys that came out today because what I had been hearing in the media all day today is how the Proud Boys organization has officially taken Donald Trump's words as an endorsement and as marching orders. They took him, took him at his word of we're going to stand by until you need us, dear leader. That's what I heard. And for me, as well as tons of other people who have no idea what the Proud Boys are, outside of the media telling us, they are a group of, of white supremacists. That's all I got to go on. Then I found this interview from Sky News. And apparently it was done this morning. It was done with the leader of the Proud Boys, the head honcho, whatever, uh, whatever they call their main guy. And I look and I'm like, wait, is that guy, is that guy black? Is, is the Proud Boy, he's at least half black. He's a light-skinned black guy. But this is the head. <laughs> you can't make it up. This is the head of the Proud Boys, really? And I'm like, I can't wait to hear what he's got to say. So I listened, and this is what he said. I don't see this as an endorsement from the president at all, by any means. I think he was asked a very pointed question. I think the president was asked to... Um, dis, disavow white. His name is Enrique Torrio. Enrique Torrio. <laughs> so maybe, maybe he's not black. Maybe he's half Spanish, half black. I don't, I don't know. But he's the international chair of the Proud Boys. And he says, "Hey, I didn't take that as uh, as an endorsement whatsoever." President at all, by any means. I think he was asked a very pointed question. I think the president was asked to um, dis disavow white supremacy, which he did two times uh, within the scope of that question. And I think um, Biden made a crucial mistake by naming our organization for him to disavow. Um, we've been called many names and probably the most uh, inaccurate name that you can call us is white supremacist. Uh, as you can see, as your viewers can see. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> that is very awkward. And he seems, he seems okay with the president twice last night, just during that question session. He seems okay with him denouncing white supremacy, which I, I don't really know any white supremacists, but I got to imagine 
that if they love Donald Trump and then Donald Trump denounces white supremacy, that they wouldn't be happy about that. They, they want him to endorse the theory that they thrive on, right? I mean, that seems like basic math, but maybe I'm totally off base. The Proud Boys are apparently now the biggest threat to the United States of America. That's what we've learned. They're the ones burning down Kenosha. They're the ones taking over Seattle. They're the ones killing hundreds of of African Americans in Chicago every month. They're the ones burning and looting Nike and Gucci stores. Those are the Proud Boys. Oh, wait, that's... Oh, no, that's the other side. That's right. So I'm going and I'm going and I'm going and I'm like, so what's the deal? I still, I'm still confused about the Proud Boys, right? I don't know enough about the Proud Boys to say they're good guys or they're bad guys or even they're somewhere in the middle. I have no idea. But what I do know is that their international chairman is not a white guy and that he is not opposed to the president denouncing white supremacy and that they don't view as what he said is an endorsement or any kind of marching orders. It's amazing what you find out when you start digging around and just trying to trying to get a little bit of the facts. So there we are. Who knew? Cause here's, here's what I do know, okay? Here's what I do know. I do know that if the left feels like you are a threat, they feel like you're dangerous to their movement, or they, you are hindering them in any way, they will go to any links to destroy you. Any links. Whether you're a TV guy, a radio guy, or you're an organization, they will do anything to destroy you. Including taking your organization and painting you as a bunch of Nazis and convincing the public that that's 100% true. Is that the case with the Proud Boys? I have no idea. But I know for a fact that the media does that and are still capable of that every single day. And if the Proud Boys have been painted that because they go up against Antifa or they go up against Black Lives Matter. Because remember, just two podcasts ago, I told you that Black Lives Matter is not to be questioned. You are not allowed to question Black Lives Matter whatsoever. If you do, you'll be destroyed. That's why we had to believe Breonna Taylor was shot while sleeping in her bed for six months. Black Lives Matter told us that. Turns out to be nowhere close to true. So if you're an organization and you're the one showing up at all the rallies and you're cracking skulls at a Black Lives Matter protest, the media has no qualms about destroying you, destroying your organization, and putting you in a position where you are accosted from society. They have no problem doing that. And they will do that to anybody and everybody. Since we're on race, let's move over to another question we dealt with last night. Now, this one had to do with the, I think they call it the critical 
racial theory or it's the what is it called critical race theory that's it so critical race theory is this program that was put in during the obama administration uh, that was meant to give racial sensitivity training right to tell people uh, uh, to give them make them take classes to tell them this is what you can and you can't do it's like the sexual harassment class that a lot of people that have worked anywhere have had to go through it's one of those but it's got to do with race which is a very touchy subject it's more touchy than sexual harassment you see what i did there touchy <laughs> anyway this is how that moment transpired between the two opponents excuse me the three opponents donald trump joe biden and chris wallace your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory why did you decide to do that to end racial sensitivity training and do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir? I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical uh, revolution that was taking place in our military, uh, in our schools, all over the place. And you know it, and so does what, everybody what, what else. Radical, and he would know. What is oh, radical totally about racist. racial sensitivity training, sir? If you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. And, and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. Chris Wallace is such a D-bang. You see how, how his posture changed when Donald Trump says it was racist and we don't need it. Well, how are you going to... You think racial insensitivity is a good thing? That we shouldn't stop it? How dare you? Donald Trump, he... Here's the thing. This is what's crazy. He told so many truthful... State, he, he, he gave so many truthful statements last night that if people knew the reality of what he was saying and were able to actually fact check it, their minds would be blown. They were like, how could somebody, I've been told he lies all the time, how could he tell so much stuff that's true? He's been doing it the whole time. So the racial insensitivity training, the critical race theory that's been implemented not just in our uh, our businesses across our uh, across our country, but in uh, military bases, in, in the companies that, that produce our nuclear weapons, they're forcing them to take this class. Now, what is this class about? It is about telling people that because of the color of your skin, you are inherently morally defective. That because of the pigment of your skin, you have something morally wrong with you. And you have to take this class in order for us to fix it. Now, Joe Biden, having one of his better moments, responded to that with the old, well, you know, nobody wants their feelings hurt. Nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be mocked or, 
or unintentionally uh, felt belittled because of the color of their skin. And I don't think people necessarily intentionally do that to hurt people. But we have to make people aware. was a good moment on Joe's part. But the reality, the reality of critical race theory is that it's the most racist training program outside of a KKK starter kit. Okay. It is the most racist program that we have seen in this country in a while. Except for Democrats and their voter suppression thing. They say because you're black, you don't have the means to get an ID. Um, But that's not here nor there. If you are white, you are defective. And that... All of these things, stuff that, there's one part of it that talks about if you are on time, if you are on time to work, that it is you flexing your white privilege. Or if you say something about somebody of color not being on time, you're flexing your white privilege. And it must stop, otherwise you will be punished. This is America. What this is, do you know what that would do to people? And here's another thing think about what this kind of stuff is doing to your kids that are three, four, five, six years old, maybe even into their teenage years. Most of us have been sending our kids to a school where there's all different colors of kids. And our kids, most of us, don't see color. They, they never have until this kind of stuff brought it to their attention. And now all of a sudden they're like, what is, what is going on? Are we all that different? And why am I a bad guy? Because I'm white. I got something wrong with me because of the color of my skin. Black people used to be made to feel that way. So why would you turn around and do that exact same thing to a different race? Doesn't matter if it's white. It could be anybody. That's real racism, okay? Donald Trump telling the the Proud Boys to stand down is not racism. I hate to break it to you. This is real racism. And the roots are getting deeper and deeper in this country. And it's almost as if the left, I know this is going to shock you, that the left wants their old racism, the racism that they used to, to, to champion, it's almost like they want it back. They just want it the other way around. But who knows? The party of the Klan, the party of, of Planned Parenthood that was created to, to, uh, to thin out the black community, to exterminate the black community, shouldn't shock anybody. So again, Donald Trump in a fair debate in a fair media realm that actually went with the facts if if we were looking at this debate through those lens donald trump obliterated joe biden obliterated now there's one thing that joe biden did not want to talk about during the debate and that was russia ironically now It may come as no surprise seeing that we just got information 
that the FBI knew about the Hillary Clinton paid-for dossier. We've got information now where Hillary created the Russia theory in order to divert attention away from her email scandal, which the FBI also knew. But we also knew about lies, deceits, forged documents, emails that have been edited, and a lot of other things. According to the Durham report, James Comey had a hearing just today. Not going to get into that on this podcast, but wait till tomorrow, and we got plenty to talk about on that front. But that may have been one big reason that Joe Biden didn't want to talk about Russia. Or it could have been because of his son, Hunter Biden, who, who we now know has taken a lot of money from a lot of our enemies. So Donald Trump took it upon himself to bring up that very point and said, hey, you ain't getting out of here without talking about Hunter, cuz. Deficit with China now than we did before. We have the highest deficit, trade deficit China with Mexico. China ate your lunch. All right, gentlemen. And, and, and China ate your lunch, no. Joe. And but, no wonder okay. your son goes in and he takes out, what, he takes out oh. billions of dollars, takes out billions of dollars to manage. He makes millions of dollars. And also, Simply while we're at true. it, why Simply is it, just out of curiosity, the mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. What did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do with Barista to deserve one hundred eighty-three thousand dollars? None of that is true. Not an answer. Not none of that is true. Oh, really? He totally didn't give three and a half hey, Mr. President, is totally, Mr. President, please. Totally discredited. Totally. Can anybody in, in, in that has any any honesty within them say that Chris Wallace was fair and balanced with the two candidates? Donald Trump was big on interrupting, but do you realize Joe Biden got interrupted like 17 times. Donald Trump got interrupted 72 times. He discredited. And by the way, well, wait, he talk- didn't get three and a half million dollars, Joe? Mr. Vice he got three Mr. And a half President. Million Just answer the question, Joe. That is not true. Oh, really? Mr. Oh. President. And that's how Joe Biden would get out of these things. He would just say, oh, it's not true. That's not true. That's not true. No, it is true. And you need to answer for it. Uh, you, it's, a, it's an open discussion, please. Uh, you, you, it's a fact. Well, There's, you have raised an issue. Let- it is a fact, and Chris Wallace is just letting Biden get away with it. It's been totally Vice President answer. discredited. Did Barista was a pay report. him 183000 a, a month what, what, with what, no what, experience what, in energy? Mi- Mr. Look, President, no my son did nothing wrong at Barista. I think he did. Mr. President, the only guy that let did him answer. Now, why would the president not continue to push? Because he knows... Chris Wallace is not going to do his job. And if he doesn't interrupt and push this, now he could have backed off a little bit to give him a, a little time to, to, to hang himself with all the rope he had. But he, Donald Trump had no choice. He had to keep going in on him. He doesn't want to let me answer because he knows I have the truth. His, his position has been totally, thoroughly discredited. By who? And the great. media. By everybody. Well, by the, by media, the media, by our allies, by the World Bank, by e- by everyone has discredited. Matter of Dude, fact, I, matter of fact, Mr. even President, the people who testified under oath. So- <laughs>
Chris Wallace should be ashamed of himself. I'm dead serious about that. Well, let under me ask oath. you this. Henry, you, no, no, oath. go ahead, mister. Henry, I'm listening to you. People under, you got three he, and a half he million testified, dollars from Moscow. Te he testified under oath in his administration, said, I did my job and I did it very well. Oh, really? I did it I'd honorably. Like to know who they are. Every, well, I'll give you the list I'll of the people them. who testified. No, no, go ahead, sir. Sure, you, you've already fired most of them because they did some a good job. Some people don't well, do a good here's job. The, with you, Go ahead. you the the Wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This, hey, hey this let me person. just say to you. No, no, no. I'm no. Mr. President. Three and, I'm and a half Mr. million, President. Joe. That is simply. Why did not he deserve true. three and a half million it, from it, Moscow? Look, here's the deal. We want to talk about families and ethics. I don't want to do that. I mean, his family, we could talk about all night. His family's my already... Family, no, 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 let him go. My family already lost wrote. a fortune by coming down and helping us with government. And that's such a... That's such a great... Every single one of them lost this a fortune. This is not about... <laughs> so good. About my family, family or his family. It's government. about your family. They the American people. He doesn't... That's not true. It doesn't want to talk about what you need. You, the American people. It's about you. That's what we're talking about. Here. All right, that's the, end of the, here. that's the end of the he segment. We're, mo we're moving on. He didn't take them. Well, Vice President, Chris, no. Can I be honest? It's a very important try question. Try to be honest. No, I, I stood up. No, stood I, I, the answer to the question is no. Ukraine, it, no, I, sir. With a billion sir, dollars, if you that don't get rid is of absolutely you know what? You're, wait, not you're true. You're doing it. You're going to have true, gentlemen. I hate to raise my voice, but it seems to be. Why shouldn't I be different than the two of you? So here's the deal. Good point. We have. Five, six segments. We have ended that segment. Anyway, that's that's <laughs> Chris Wallace. What a goober Chris Wallace is. Donald Trump was 100% right with his points. 100% right. And Joe Biden should have to answer that. Because where the left is running around with their hair on fire talking about how Donald Trump, who owes uh, money for his business dealings, it could be a national security issue. And we need to know who he owes that money to. But we know who Joe Biden's family is getting money from, and it's our enemies. How is that not going to be a, a national security issue? How? Chris Wallace wasn't going to let him answer that because he knew. For whatever reason, Chris Wallace was running cover. I think Wallace came in there with a, a, a hostile attitude already because he knew that he was going to have to try to wrangle in Donald Trump, but he went way over the top. Way over the top. And then the last thing we uh, we heard about, and I, I don't have I don't have any um, any pictures on this. I did, but I don't know where it went, but there's photos floating out around out there of of Joe Biden, screenshots of Joe Biden with what seems to be a wire running down the inside of his jacket, also something within his sleeve, uh, looking like what what people are saying some or some sort of uh, uh, some sort of listening device. That was the big controversy. Remember, Joe Biden agreed to be inspected for an earpiece. He. Said no problem, third party's doing it, we'll go ahead and go. And then right before the debate, he decided, uh, no, we're not, we're not doing it now. I don't want to, uh, don't want to be inspected. Now, why would that be? That's kind of an odd thing. It seems like a, it seems politically damaging because 
most people would say, well, if you if you don't got nothing on, if if there there's nothing you're hiding, if you're not hiding Biden, then what's the deal? What's the problem with it? I'm trying to see if I can find you these pictures for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, here's one. Let me move you guys over here real quick. If you see, the now these are 100% accusations. I can't prove this. I'm just showing you what people are saying. He's reaching in his jacket there. He pulls his hand out, and then you see right there where that red circle is, some sort of what looks like a wire. And then last but not least, there's something sticking out of the sleeve of his shirt right there around his wrist. And it lo looks like some sort of, almost looks like the tip of a pen or something. Could it be an antenna? Who knows? I don't know. But it's a good question to ask because we all assumed Joe Biden would never be able to stand on stage for 90 minutes. I mean, the campaign literally asked for a bathroom break every 30 minutes. He didn't get it. <laughs> but everybody in the Biden camp was terrified as to what was going to happen, which means they would go to extreme lengths to be able to salvage this debate. And I think when it comes down to Biden... And what he would have potentially been offering to that debate, I think they came out on the good side. I don't think they came out with some sort of advantage or they came out great, but I think they came out about where they started. And anybody in the Biden camp will tell you that is 100% a win. So there it is. There's so much more to get on this, and, and I'll get into it maybe in tomorrow's episode. Uh, we'll figure it out. Also, we got to talk a lot of James Comey tomorrow as that all transpired today. And Russiagate, Obamagate, man, I am telling y'all. This is, here's what bothers me is the fact that we've got one of the biggest scandals, if not the biggest scandal in U.S. history. With the Obama administration spying on the Trump campaign and Trump administration. But yet, all people are worried about is that debate where nothing got accomplished, and a few words got taken out of context. The biggest scandal, not in the Obama presidency, not in the Democrat Party, in American history, where a president, a presidential uh, a campaign, a presidential cabinet administration actively weaponized the FBI, the CIA, and the intelligence agencies to take down a duly elected president, and even before that, to sway the election. Now, if you don't buy that, tell me how you would feel if at the end of this term, you find out Donald Trump sent the FBI to investigate Joe Biden, plan a bunch of stuff on him, and make him look like he was doing something wrong, so he would lose the election. And then start arresting all the people around. The left will ruin people's lives just to get that done. They don't care. I mentioned it with the Proud Boys. You don't think the left will take people down just because they feel like they're a threat? Look at Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn was a threat to Obama in the Obama administration. They took him down. Roger Stone, any of them. Paul Manafort, they'll take you down if you are, in fact, a threat. Make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel if you haven't done so yet. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of those platforms, make sure you subscribe there. 
as well. Also, add us on the Facebook, Over the Line, facebook.com slash Over the Line Show, and then at Andrew McLean, who on Twitter. Until next time, see you, cool. <laughs>